everybody, it's the Rewind for the week of October 24th, 2021. I'm Paul. That's Nathan. Uh, is today a spooktacular? Can we do a spooktacular episode, even though this will be released the day after Halloween? Uh, it's pretty scary stories to talk about, so sure. Why not? Do you? Okay, you know what? So that's good. So what I'll do is I'll just prompt it with uh, Halloween music throughout the entire episode, and uh, you better live up to this, because otherwise I'll look like a fool. Try my best, Paul. All right. All right. Well, get ready for a spooky episode, even though it's one day late, everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen, enough uh, enough chatter. Uh, Nathan, ready for the news? I am uh, completely ready for the news. All right, Nathan, you, why don't you start by scaring us with your first story? I, I will scare you because, mm-hmm. because this is very scary. Okay. And I, I, I was scared. Well, not really scared, but I just, I feel like it would be a scary thing to, to scare people with as I, as I talk about it. Talk about what? <laughs> From hottie.com, uh, a corpse scented penis plant has bloomed in the Netherlands for the first time in 24 years. I love talking about penis. <laughs> no, I don't, but I will talk about it now. Uh, <clears throat> Halloween isn't exactly a holiday that makes you think of flowers. But if you, if you did, could imagine that uh, the flowers smell like corpses, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, in that sense, the blooming of Leiden University's corpse flower is very Halloween appropriate. It smells exactly like a mound of rotting flesh but that's not all. It also looks like an enormous penis. Uh, the plant in question is uh, Amorphophallus desisilvae. Uh, I, I definitely nailed that name. Yep. Also known as the penis plant. It's sometimes also called the corpse flower. Uh, although that name is more common with the related Amorphophallus titanium species. I will get that name uh, a little bit, a little bit easier as as the story goes on. Yeah, you'll do a retraction <laughs> next week and you'll correct the uh, the pronunciation. I feel I, I I use words and I say words, but I don't always say words in the right way that that word is said. I don't think to understand things. This phallic borderline necromatic bloom is a rare occasion to boot. It was only the third time ever that this kind of plant has flowered in Europe. That's crazy. Uh, the last time a similar plant flowered at Leiden University was 24 years ago. In 1997, perhaps the flower is aware of the season and decided to bless the university with a Halloween-y corpse stench. What do we learn here? That there's a flower that looks like a penis. It also, for some reason, smells like a body of, or like a pile of dead bodies. And it hasn't bloomed. The last time it bloomed was when the movie Titanic was in the theaters for the first time. Yeah. I feel like we've, I feel like there's some connection there, but I haven't exactly figured out what it is. But What's really funny about this plant, though, as I, uh, as I move on to my next story in a moment, mm-hmm. is that um, most flowers, they, they emit aromas, right? Mm-hmm. That attract pollinating insects. This one, however, <laughs> it attracts flies, essentially, because flies are attracted to decomposing uh, bodies and flesh and whatnot. So it's a little bit more of a hardcore approach to getting its seed out there. But that's messed up. Congratulations to the people that are wasting time on this versus curing COVID and or cancer course, and yeah, or whatever you know, else. Yeah, yeah. COVID is not the most important thing in the world right now. So, you know, wow. screw all that. Yeah. It's Halloween. Time for Halloween shenanigans. Moving on uh, from HuffPost.com. Mm-hmm. A fish, a fish, Paul. 
a fish, has been found with a parasite that not only eats the tongue of its host, but then it becomes its tongue. That's messed up to think about. Hmm. Earlier this week, officials with the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department took a photo of a strange parasite resembling a pill bug that is also known as the snapper choking isopod. Uh, the fish containing the parasite was found at Galveston Island State Park. Uh, officials jokingly suggested on Facebook that the creature was a Martian before offering the true science surrounding the crustacean. The tongue-eating louse attaches itself to the fish's mouth and then replaces the tongue. That's crazy. Uh, then the parasite then survives in the fish's mouth by feeding on the host animal's mucus, the only known example of a parasite replacing an organ, organ of its host. Uh, although the animal's modus operandi, that's Latin, I don't know what really that means, mm -hmm. but it probably could be something with how it operates. It could be the stuff of nightmares. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Oh. Uh, official said in the Facebook post below uh, that you can't see because I'm reading a page that no one can see. Uh, that the tongue-eating louse does not kill the fish or affect humans. This might be the first parasite that seems like a cool add-on. Yeah, maybe so. Imagine that was the future of us, Nathan. We would get these parasites that gave us like super punches. You know, like your hand would be taken away no. and replaced with a hand that's like, two times as thick and it looks like the Hulk's hand. The only thing that it needs is, is your, uh, your armpit hair to survive. So, so long as you never shave your armpits, which if you're a guy is totally fine, it's good. And then what you get in return is like medium to super strength, you know, like sometimes it's really impressive. And sometimes it's something like, uh, if you're at a Dunkin' Donuts and someone's giving you attitude, you can just like take your coffee and just crunch it with a single, which is like a, and people would be like, oh man, he's crazy. He just crushed hot coffee and he also has a parasite hand. I don't want to fuck with this guy. I would not pay for this new DLC in life. Nope. I'm just saying, uh, no, I feel like no. this one feels okay. I'm not worried about this no, one. It's not okay. A part of an animal was replaced by a parasite. That's, that's new nightmare material right now. No, thank you very much. Okay. No, thank you. I feel like he'll come around to this. All right. <laughs> Probably so. Moving on. That story. Honestly, is not as, as disgusting as this story. Uh, this is from MalaysianNews.com. I had to go all the way over to Malaysia to find out what happened. All right. I hear you flew over there on your own dime to get this story back to us. From MalaysianNews.com. <laughs> A man uh, has almost died. He almost died, Paul. After inserting a live eel into his rectum. To cure constipation. Because he was trying to upgrade himself. I know. He clearly heard the parasite story and thought to himself, well, hell, I'm not going to wait for some yield to come into my ass and clear my constipation. I'm going to add it in myself. It's messed up. In uh, Kuala Lumpur, uh, Lumpur, poor, Kuala Lumpur, a man in uh, Jingzhou, Jiangsu uh, province had the most bizarre way to relieve his constipation. He inserted a 20 centimeter eel into his rectum via his anus. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What is 20 centimeters in freedom units? 20 centimeters. It's, well, just like 30 centimeters is a ruler, right? Like rulers that we got in school. So I always like. That's 7.87 inches, everybody. There you go. It's huge. The man, however, almost died. And the fish went up into his abdomen. And of course, it's going to do that. Uh, Global Times uh, reported that the man was encouraged to try the treatment from folklore that said eel could help in bowel movement. Yeah, that's a great idea. 
However, instead of curing his constipation, the fish went from his rectum to the colon before biting through and entering his abdomen. Oh, uh, unable to endure the pain, uh, the un- un- unidentified man finally went to the hospital after one day. Doctors who operated on him said he could have lost his life as the bacteria in the large intestines might cause hemolysis. Hemolysis? Hemolysis. That's right. Whatever. Yes. When it reaches his abdominal cavity. Uh, interestingly, the eel was still alive when it was removed during the operation. Uh, we actually have audio from the pre-op. Oh, do we? We were able to uh, get some uh, live audio of the eel inside the man's uh, rectum. Here we go. Wow. But I poop from there. Yeah, that last voice was the eel. He's never going to poop again, like, like normally. I guarantee you that. I mean, if he'd gotten a parasite that was going to like take his constipation and turn it into like, uh, you know, like imagine he got like a thruster, like a jet thruster in his butt. <laughs> So rather than having to like walk to work, he could just like fly himself with the with the parasite thruster jet add-on pack. There's a lot of uh, a lot of adding on to life stories that we're we're talking about today. And uh, well, you started it. It's just I did start it. Yeah, and I'm gonna you're gonna finish it. Is what you're gonna do. Okay, so this next story is is a is a feel good story. I think it's a feel good story. Anyways, People.com uh, reports that Harrison Ford has been reunited. With his missing credit card found by a German tourist in Italy. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's very important news, you know. Uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's reunited with his with his credit card after a German tourist found and returned it to him in Italy. Uh, the tourist found Ford's credit card while in Italy on on Thursday and turned it into local police at the beach town of Mandello, according to the Associated Press. Police tracked down the famous actor and returned the card, while also posing with the actor who appeared grateful for its return. Uh, Italian media published a photo of the Indiana Jones star, who is 79. Uh, it doesn't look 79, looks great for his age. Wearing a t-shirt while holding up the card and smiling alongside two officers and the local commander. Uh, Ford has been busy filming the upcoming fifth installment of his Indiana Jones franchise. Cool. I'm so happy they found his card. How much do you think? Was was like the the amount that that credit card like the, the what, do, what do you call it like the uh, what the limit was on the credit card the limit of Harrison Ford's credit card. Listen, as we know, he's a, I'm just gonna get right into the pun territory here. As you know, he's a pilot. Oh, is he? He loves flying. Therefore, the sky's the limit. Get off my plane! Wow, well played. Yeah, thank you. Nice, thank you. Well played, Paul. Well played. It'd be great if it was like two hundred bucks. <laughs> Callista Flockhart just doesn't trust him with money anymore, so she put a limit on the card, and because otherwise he would just like forget and buy some dumb shit. And okay, so my next story, though, my next story. All right, yeah, this is messed mm-hmm. up. It's an animal story. Guardian.com reports that the offspring of hippos, uh, once owned by the Colombian drug kingpin Pablo Escobar, can be recognized as people or interested persons with legal rights in the U.S. following a federal court order. That is messed up. Uh, but the case involves a lawsuit against the Colombian government over whether to kill or sterilize the hippos, whose numbers are growing at a fast pace and pose a threat to biodiversity. An animal rights group is hailing the order as a milestone victory in a long-standing effort to sway the U.S. justice system to grant animals personhood status. But the order will not carry any weight in Colombia with hippos live, legal expert said. What were these hippos used for? Are they used to 
transport cocaine, I'm assuming. How would you, how would you make a hippo transport cocaine? Would you put it in their rectum like that dude put the eel in the rectum? I just love that your one job is to know this and you don't. I, I don't. Okay, I don't know. Maybe it's in this story somewhere. <laughs> could you imagine if like Tom Brokaw, I don't even know if Tom Brokaw is on the news anymore, but like, could you imagine if Tom Brokaw just like, you know, mid story, just looked <laughs> off camera at a producer and said, uh, what, what, what does COVID-19 even stand for? Do we know this? Is this a thing that we know? <laughs> Funny, 19. How'd they get that number? Yeah, I do actually. I know that. Yes. Well, yeah, I know you know, but I'm saying, does Tom Brokaw know? Do you know that though? Yes, because they found it in 2019. You know what COVID stands for? Uh, sure. Coronavirus disease. You know all of this, but you don't know about the, you don't know what the hippos are up to. That's, well, they're cocaine hippos. They have to, had, had to have been used for transporting cocaine somehow. Doesn't seem like an effective way to transport cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine kangaroos, I get. You can put the cocaine in the, in the pouch. Uh, cocaine snakes i guess they can burrow through holes in the ground to, to get under fences that's what i would do but the hippos i don't get nor do i and why would you you're only the news person on this show <laughs> all right nathan give me give me the last one i got i got one more one more i, I need to get out of here all right oopie.com a bear has wandered into a house and went straight for a computer monitor okay in canada by the way an alberta man you started out on <laughs> i gotta say you started out on a high you're ending on a real low <laughs> i don't have any stories left i know it shows like this bear, okay? This bear just, just had it with this, this computer monitor because it, uh, it's an Alberta man captured this bear uh, via photos that, it, that he took uh, of a bear that wandered into his family's home and made a mess of his son's gaming computer. Uh, Sean Reddy said that the bear encountered, uh, that the bear that he encountered at his Fort McMurray area home began when his dogs cornered the bear in the family's garage. That's a great idea. Reddy said that he got his dogs to safety and the bear was gone when he checked the garage, leading him to assume that the animal had left the area. But father said that he had soon discovered he was wrong when his 10-year-old son reported hearing scratching sounds inside the house. Bear had climbed in through a window (laughs) and Reddy saw the animal cross a hallway into his son's bedroom. Uh, The resident enlisted the help of a neighbor to use a bookshelf and other furniture to create a barricade before reopening the bedroom door to allow the bear to leave through the same window and used to enter the home. This story was so bad. I don't really want to make a joke for it. I think it was a great story. No, that was not a, not a great ending. Why are you, why are you putting my great. stories down, Paul? I work hard. We used to have this rule, by the way, on the old rewind, you'll recall way back before we would always say no to animal stories like this. I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm saying this with peace and love The no more condors, whatever they come into the house. That's fine. Who cares? Sorry if I didn't find more Halloween themed stories, Paul. You know what? We'll get them next time, buddy. Like you can't, uh, you can't beat yourself up over it. Let me do that for you. What's next holiday? Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to redo my Thanksgiving, uh, storyline. You know what? Find some Turkey stories for next week. I will. That's what I shall do. But I don't want anywhere like a Turkey enters a home or a Turkey like steal someone's remote and they can't, you know, change the channel. I'm talking like the Turkey, I don't know, gets caught inside a car and, uh, you know, drives it. Uh, I'm saying like, uh, a Turkey hijacks a car, goes on a joyride. I'm talking, uh, a Turkey, uh, accidentally, uh, uh, steals Harrison Ford's credit card, goes on a spending spree, uh, Turkey, uh, gets elected the governor of Virginia. I'm saying that, is the level of stories that I expect from you. Not uh, bear wanders into house, um, you know, plays Fortnite. Okay. 
Well, look, I have I have the night I shaved shaved the turkey. It's one story. Okay. I have I have six bizarre turkey attack stories. No, I don't want turkey and, attack. Uh, That's the thing. Turkeys attack people all the time. I need I Nathan and I love how I have to explain the show to Nathan live on there. <laughs> 14 years he still doesn't know how to do the show. I don't want turkeys attack people all the time. That's not interesting, right? I want again uh, Jeff Bezos uh, can't get William Shatner on the day to go up to space, puts a turkey in his place. That's that's the kind of silliness that I and the audience are looking for. <laughs> I have epic Thanksgiving fails. No, that's not. No. Okay. Well, we'll talk about this off air. Turkey horror stories. We'll talk about this off air. Turkey dinner disasters. Thank you, Nathan. Wild turkey attacks. Thank you, audience. I apologize. Thanksgiving turkey stories. You came in expecting a spooktacular and all you got was ooked. Taculard. I don't know. Whatever. It's not great. Um, I will try harder next time. He will. He will. I, I, I assure you that uh, oh, don't think I will how not. How to catch a turkey in real life. How about that? Do not think that Nathan will not be punished after this episode. I mean, you think it's all fun and games on here, but just wait till the, the microphones come off. He will uh, He will get a lashing. I'm going to watch a, a video on how to catch a turkey by hand. Okay. That's not. No. <laughs> no. All right, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a it's meeting. We're gonna have a, a group meeting after this. We're gonna we're gonna talk about all the ways that you failed the audience today. All right. <laughs> if you like the show, tell a friend. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, all that good stuff. Let a friend know. Have them subscribe as well. Join the family. You can of course message us at I Love the Rewind on Twitter. Let us know. I don't know. Give us a give us your favorite turkey story. Sure. Has a bear ever entered your house and used AOL? Let us know. Nathan needs to know. <laughs> Even you know if the bear logged into AOL and started chatting with a pedophile. That's the story <laughs> that I want. The bear entering the house. I don't care. Bears enter houses all the time. I need the bear to be wacky, right? Yeah. Bear walks into someone's house, accidentally makes a club sandwich. Okay, we're starting. Bear walks into a house, gets his paw in ink, walks over the deed to the house. Legally, he now owns the house, says <laughs> says Jacksonville Local District Court. Okay? That's the story that I want. That's thank you. That's that's not real, Paul. That that would never happen. That's, that's, that's the point of the show. Is that you know what? Right there, you nailed it. That is exactly what we want from the audience. I want them to say, that can't be real. And the truth is it is because we found it. That's your, that is your new bar, okay? okay? That you have to say to yourself, could this be real? Is this real life? Or is this just fantasy? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. I'll have better stories, but honestly, I don't think I could find better stories than today. Today's stories were pretty epic. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.